Today we continue the halachas of Mechusar Abono, and we apply them to other situations. One of the notable instances of Mechusar Abono applies to employee and employer relations when they agree to get into an employment relationship. Let's say Ruvain hires Shimon. He tells Shimon, you come to my house every week or every other week with your landscaping service and you do my lawn. I'm hiring you to do my lawn. Next day, Ruvain is in davening in shul and he hears that some old friend of his moved to town and he wants to give his friend a business. So he decides he's going to go back to Shimon and he's going to tell him that he's giving it, uh, the business to his old friend. So even though that, that may seem like a very noble thing to do, but there's an issue here of Mechusar Amana aside from an issue of Tarumis. Now let me explain that a little bit more. The halacha is that aside from Mechusar Amana, which is a simple question of trust for a verbal agreement, there's also a concept that a person relied on someone. In, a, in, a, in an employment relationship, people count on a job for their panasa. They count on it. They relied on it. They Sometimes they, they take a loss if by giving up another potential opportunity. So in employment, the halacha is that in, if, a, if, a, if a person had expected to work for someone and because of that he gave up another job, and it was a direct outcome of the expectation and the agreement to work for the, for the person, even though there was no contract signed, there was simply a verbal agreement, nonetheless, in many instances, the, the person, I guess you could say the employer, the potential employer, would have, would have to reimburse the potential employee because he caused that loss. Now, that's in the case of a loss. Let's say there's no loss at all involved. It's a simple voluntary commitment. So one would think that since there's no loss involved, so what's the problem? The answer is, it doesn't matter. Even though there may not be a monetary claim, Chazal instituted a, an interesting sort of claim, or quasi-claim, and that is called tarumis. That means to say, the potential employee can bear grievance on the potential employer because of the emotional roller coaster that he was put through because he was relying on the job and then the, the person backed out on him. So even though there was no monetary loss, he didn't give up another job necessarily, but still, you know, the person came down, he interviewed, he had expectations, he was hoping he would be accepted, etc., and now he has to go through the whole tirch all over again. So there's various reasons for this tarumis, um, the tirch or the expectation or whatever it is, that are discussed in the Paiskim. And therefore, Chazal say, a fascinating halacha, these are allowed to bear a grievance. Now, aside from a grievance, which is a halacha unique to Sechiris Pilem, there's also the general halacha of being trustworthy. If someone promises someone they're going to hire them to cut their grass, and then they back out, and then the next day, that's not considered trustworthy. So the Shulchan Aruch, let's see the halacha inside. Shulchan Aruch says like this, Asaycheres Apoyalim, in Shin Lamed Gimel Sefalif, as Shech as a poem, some were hired workers to hit to Balabai, as Balabais, and they tricked the Balabais. In this case, tricking means that they reneged on the agreement without um, any valid reason. Balabais, Tita Oisam, or the uh, potential empl- employer 
are reneged on them. Tarumis, all they can have against each other is Tarumis, because, as we said before, there's no monetary loss in the case discussed here. In subsequent Sifim in the Simen, there are monetary losses which have a different uh, set of rules. But in all cases, there is an aspect of Tarumis, unless it was extremely easy just to find another job. So, what's the... Um, Connection to Mechusar Amana. So the Sma over here in Sivkan Aleph writes like this. Elatar Umas Lashanatur, Ezin Mehen Shabo Lachzar Rashus Biyada, either side that wants to retract is allowed to retract. Shayachalayma Balabais Lapoil Haskar Atzacham Makam Acher, because the, the potential employer can say to the worker, find a different job, or the Poil can tell the Balabais, find a different worker. However, Elashayesh Alachayzat Har Umas Bishvila Torah. He can bear a grievance. By the way, we, we mentioned in previous shurim, what does it matter that someone can bear a grievance? Rabbi Salanter says this is a unique, uh, very unique halacha that Chazal have to actually make a halacha that a person can, can have a grievance. So we mentioned there's a few ramifications to it. Um, most simply that a person should offer some kind of monetary compensation to remove this grievance. Um, other, other levels um, of discussion that a person is allowed to publicize about somebody that he misbehaves in certain cases. And in, in, other, in other instances, um, which the Shach discussed in the Sivkat and Aleph, there are actually monetary ramifications to agreements that are subject to tarumis. But in a general sense, usually tarumis doesn't have a, a financial impact except for the fact that a person should try to compensate for um, backing out on someone without a valid reason. Now, be that as it may, let's continue to the part that talks about Mechusar Amano. Because Safdi Prisha, and I wrote in the Prisha, that a person, so the Sma now brings in, aside from the issue of Tarumis, there's an issue of Mechosar Amana, which is a general um, mitzvah to be trustworthy. And therefore, aside from Tarumis, there's also the issue of Mechosar Amana. Now the Sma says, however, that which was discussed earlier in the halachas of Mechosar Amana, which is a simon earlier in Shulchan Aruch, the one in Simon Reish Dalad, which we discussed in previous Urim, and the Ramah had said over there, my Ram, um, this is Ramah, had said that when there's a change in Shar, when there's a change in market fluctuation, there's no problem with Chosra Ramana. He's quoting the first opinion in which the Ramah quotes over there. Unlike the second opinion, which Ramah rules that a person cannot back out even in a change of market. So he says, and Afkamina will be over here. Let's say there's a valid reason for, Mechosra, for um, backing out. So as far as Mechuzar Amano goes, there's no problem in our case. Because let's say he had a valid reason, for whatever reason, the, the second landscaper that showed up, um, you know, charged, let's say, significantly cheaper or offered extra bonuses or whatever. So that's a change in market. On the other hand, as far as Tarumas goes, as far as the grievance goes, grievances will not change because of a market fluctuation. There will still be room for a grievance because he let the other person down. And according to the other opinion in the, in the Ramah, which is the opinion that the Ramah himself sides with, 
that even in a change of market there's mechusar amana. So in this case as well, says the sma, of course there would be mechusar as well, mechusar amana as well, even though the mechaber doesn't point it out specifically. So the sma basically is explaining why doesn't the mechaber address our sugya mechusar amana. So one reason is because we're talking about there's a change of market, or he simply he he that wasn't the point over here. Um, the point over here was the chiddush of the din. So that would be the connection to Mechosamon and Arsugya. So again, if someone hires somebody else, and then they come and they back out on them uh, without any good reason or any significant market change or whatever, they are going to be subject to two uh, labels that Chazal give. First of all, well, it's not a label. First of all, the Allah of Tarumis. He's, alla- he's, he's allowed to have a grievance against the person who backed out. And the label that Chazal gave of Mechosamon for a person who is not trustworthy, which we said according to some opinions, even a deraisa, and that person is, uh, is, is going to have both of these labels. So again, trustworthiness is, is, is front and center in anything that's connected to business transactions. Now let's continue to discuss how does this apply to an akum. So the Gemara says in Masechus B'chayra, and stuff you'd give them on the Gemara says over there that if a person has a dealing with an akum, Dvarim Yesh Rem Meshum Chosar Amana Bahani Milu Yisrael Miyisrael the Kaim of the Birayu Av Yisrael Miyav Gechov and Inu Loi Kaim of the Birayu Loi a Yid from a guy that that uh, since it's not their custom to be so honest and so completely true to their word, therefore there would be in the interaction between Yid and Goyim there's no. Um, that does not mean that a person can be dishonest. Obviously not. But as far as the the verbal commitments, if if he has a reason that he wants to change, there's no verb, there's no din of mechusra Now we find, on the other hand, that there's issues of um, of mekach uh, For example, you find a lot grevas das by an akum. You find grevas das. Person is not allowed to be going of das abrius. And the Gemara gives examples of very subtle levels of Geneva's Das, which apply to an Akum. For example, if a person sells to an Akum a piece of kosher meat, uh, a piece of meat claiming it's kosher, and the Akum wants, wants kosher meat, and it's really not kosher meat, so the Yid is thinking to himself, what does this Akum care? What do, you know, he, he's no Isser of kosher, not kosher, so what's, what's the big deal if, I, if it's not really kosher? The halacha is that that's not allowed. It's Geneva's Das to an Akum. It's not, it's not a, a person is not allowed to do Geneva's Das to an Akum. However, mechusar amono is a concept of a verbal commitment that comes out of the concept of smichas das. That level of smichas das does not exist by an akum because an akum to an akum themselves don't rely on each other's word. So there isn't that level of smichas das that's necessary in business. And therefore, um, in, in relations to an akum, this halacha would not uh, have the same validity as between a yid and a yid. Another interesting application of the halachas of Mechusar Amana, or the, at least the Mechlekas about it, if it applies, is, is brought down in the Beis Yosef in Hilchus Milo and Yerodeus Simon Reis Samuch Dalid. The Beis Yosef is quoting Hagoyas Achronis of the Mordechai, where he writes, Misha Nader L'chaveri Elias Baal Berisoy, someone who made a nether to his friend that he's going to be the Baal Bris, Elomelas Benoy, or to be a Moyo, he should, he's required to keep his word. Even though people do not 
Um, you cannot make a, a kinyan on something that doesn't exist yet. A person would be subject to keeping his word. You find the concept of things that work even on Aloy Baloyal based on Minig of Medina. So Satumta is the archetypical Minig of Medina, which we're going to discuss in Mr. Shem in the fourth week of the series. So therefore, the promise would remain in place, and the person would not be able to back out on this promise to their friend to be the Mohel or the Sandak, whatever. And it's considered as if he promised something that never existed. Right? It, it castles in the air. There's no, there's nothing here that that's real. So therefore, there's no problem of backing out. The Leidamila Satumta does not resemble Satumta. The Hasan Bala Oilam, a Mohel Bakinian, Hilkach Mohel Minig, Lachshivik Akinian Gomer, by Satumta, which is the Minig Amadina. That's on 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 something that's Bala Oilam. We don't find that the minute would work. Now, this happens to, by the way, be a machlekas quoted in the Pisli Tshuva and Simon Reish Aleph, but that's not the discussion right now. We over there, we, we do pass, and according to the Chassam Cipher, that the Dumta would work on a label Eilam, but the opinion here quoted in the Pisli holds it would not work, and based on that would be the same question, would be a problem if a person backed out on something that has not happened yet. So he, ba- he promised his friend he's going to be the moil, and then they backed out, so it would be totally in this machlaikas if he had um, an issue of, if he could apply an issue of mechosar amana, a label of mechosar amana to this fellow or not. The Sefer in Mebina in Dine Halva uh, writes that based on this discussion, if this is or not, the same question would apply if something is not Rishusa, something is not it's not in his Rishusa, he doesn't own it yet, would there be a problem if he promises it to someone else? And he quotes this Machlaikas, and he says over there the same discussion that depends on that. There's also no issue of Mechusra Amana. However, the Tubas Pri Yitzchak and Chalik Aleph, Simon Memtes, writes that there is a, a Makoim for Mechusra Amana, even, even in this case. And therefore, a person should not get into a situation where he's promising things even though, they're not, even though they don't exist yet, because according to some Paiskim, you may have the same issue of Mechusra Amana in that case as well.